Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. For IMAR Insurance, get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Patton Heels on SENQ 693. Queensland made. 703 Heels, um, welcome back. As we said right at the start of the show, you're a very proud dad today, aren't you? Yes, I am. Hmm? Yes, we had a doctor uh, put on her velvet bonnet. Yeah, what is it? Yesterday. It's called? It's a bonnet, yeah, velvet oh, bonnet. Yeah. So it's and not the mortar. What's that, the, the dead straight one yeah, the, that, with the, the tassels? Yeah. No, it's the next one. Uh, the doctor, the doctors mm-hmm. and the doctorate. Part of a university, you get a velvet soft one. You can wear a number of ways. It's a big flat beret or you can shoosh it up a bit mm-hmm. with two tassels. All right, on the show today, we'll have Willie Kahn joining us, the Broncos legend. Uh, long to talk about just how the uh, the club can turn it around suddenly with only two games to go before finals, and let's hope they're there. As we say, uh, the Raiders close, and uh, yeah, it's very, very tight for those uh, last couple of spots in the eight. Um, we've also got... Um, Luke Altswager, who's the CEO at Parkwood Village, there's unbelievable things happening down there on the coast. We know it, no Parkwood is the home of the Titans these days, uh, but uh, there's, a, there's big, big plans for the development down there at Parkwood, and it's very exciting in the sporting front, including, Hills, a replica of Pete Dye's 17th at the, the island hole at TPC Sawgrass. So I want to ask him about that. But right now we're going to talk a little bit of uh, Bullets because it's an exciting time for the Bullets this season. James Duncan, head coach with the Bullets, is, is joining us. James, thanks for your time this morning. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Hey, it is exciting times, isn't it? I mean, so much made of this, the signing of Aaron Baines and then just recently you've had an eight-year NBA veteran, 350-odd games, Tyler Johnson joining us. So so the roster's looking yeah. pretty healthy. Pretty healthy in terms of um, just getting these players into Brisbane. Um, we're still waiting for Soves to, to, to get back to his normal peak self and, and Tyler or uh, Tyrell Harrison to come back from last season. Obviously, those two guys losing them hurt us last year. But um, adding the caliber of Baines and, and TJ to the team um, really lifts us up. Um, Baines is, you know, his resume speaks for himself, championship, bronze medal with the Boomers, um, but also what he does off the court. Like, just our standard is higher now, and uh, our expectations are higher, and uh, there's a way to conduct business, like, the right way, and, and he's all about that. So it's an exciting time. Tyler just got into Brisbane last week. He's been practicing this week, so everybody's up and about at the moment. How good do they look straight away? Even even as tired and as you know, not switched on as Tyler might have yeah. been last week. How good does it come out of his hand? Um, so you can see, like he plays at a different speed. Yeah. Like he's able to go from one speed to another. Like he sees the game happening. Like, I always talk about point guards seeing the next or the third or the fourth play before it actually happens. Yes. He has all those qualities. Um, he can put the ball in the basket and he can make others around him better. And he's just – he hasn't been playing that much. And so there's a lot of room for him to get back into shape and to grow. So it's exciting time for that. And then also with Baines, like, I don't know if you've ever stand next to the man. <laughs> he's an imposing <laughs> figure. <laughs> he's an imposing figure. And so um, – I was giving him a workout the other day and he hit me in the chest and I was like, I'm done. So um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> he, 
he's doing well. He's getting himself back to, to um, or sorry, getting himself ready for October 2nd. Hey, James, give us a little insight on how you signed him. There, there were some reports going around that one of your team, or maybe even you, spotted him almost training solo out at Nathan, out at, uh, uh, out at QE2. So um, throughout the winter time here, um, he was working out, getting himself back into shape um, here at Nissan Arena. Yeah, but I every time I saw him, I, you know, I would say hello and everything. But my, um, I thought he was going back to the NBA, and that's what he was planning on doing. And yeah. so he went back to the states. Or he was in Vegas at summer league. He had a couple workouts, and then some of the feedback that he got was they want to see him in live action playing. You know, and yeah. so James um, has a, a has a place here in Brisbane. His family's here. He's comfortable here, and it just made sense to. Um, start um, having conversations with with ourselves with the bullets, and then one thing led to another, and then all of a sudden he was signed. So I would say up until maybe five weeks ago, it wasn't really a thought that it could happen. Yeah. And then literally all of a sudden, um, Sam McKinnon and Peter McLennan and um, our ownership group put something together, and then they were able to, to, to all get on board. And you might even explain for our listeners and us in in greater detail than we know his resilience. Yeah. Aaron Baines's fight back from that Tokyo back injury that hospitalised him very dangerously. Um, amazing. Like he couldn't walk at, mm. at one point, right? And so to see him come back to where he is, practicing and playing and running up and down and shooting and getting individuals. And playing five on five, like it, it's unbelievable. It's like, yeah. as you can tell, like it's hard to even explain. Like you would have to actually have to have a conversation with him because he's the one who actually went through it um, with the support of his family and his, and his close friends to get him back to where he is now. And um, he's just excited about playing. And then also, like when things like that happen, you you have an appreciation for the the job that you do because yes. it's almost taken away from him, right? Way way too early and so now when he's practicing and playing like the joy on his face and, yeah. and the competitiveness is just everybody feels it everybody sees it and um he's just he just wants this to get another crack at it and have the opportunity but also build something here with the bullets moving forward because this is his home like the city of brisbane is his home now and, and he wants something to do something special here yeah that's fantastic and you you well know he's going to just be a massive crowd puller for the for the club but uh, i also understand that you're not going to stand in his way if the nba comes knocking again so absolutely not so part of like if um, we're going to give him all the opportunity to obviously play and, and have success. And if the NBA comes knocking and he has to leave, then that's a credit to him. And that's a credit to our organization, putting yeah. him in a position to get back there. And then also for um, other players looking at Brisbane, this is again, another opportunity for players to come here, um, compete, compete, make some friends, um, enjoy the city of Brisbane and play good basketball and then have an opportunity to maybe go into the NBA or maybe to go EuroLeague, high-level EuroLeague. Like, we never want to um, take away an opportunity from a player to get to, like, the highest level, which is obviously the NBA. And it just looks good on, on both on both parties. Yes, it's good confidence shown by both parties. You, you mentioned Sobes before, Nathan Sobe. His injury last yeah. year, was that a chronic knee? And, and is that solvable yeah. or is he just going to have to deal with that? throughout his career no he, he, had, he had surgery on that and now he's working his way back he's on the floor 
um, doing sprints. He's doing a little bit of individual basketball workouts. Um, it was just taking time for the knee to heal appropriately. Mm. Um, he's such a huge part of what we do. Um, two years ago, he was in the top three for MVP voting, and he played less than half our games last season. So that affected us in the long term. And yeah. so uh, how he puts the ball in the basket, the gravity that he pulls towards himself because people pay so much attention to him and then it makes everybody else's job easier. So um, you can imagine how anxious I am to have him back on the floor. And then uh, if you have um, Jason Kadee, um, Sobes, Tyler Johnson, uh, Baines, and all the other young guys that are mm. hungry, like these young guys are – hungry and getting after it and they want to develop it's going to take time for them to develop but i can say that the effort level um that i'm seeing for the first three weeks here is unbelievable so I mean, everybody's going yeah sorry jason i suppose it just goes out without saying it's been a disappointing couple of years but with with the roster that you're assembling now i mean finals uh, uh the, the the absolute lowest benchmark for you this year i think um so everybody talks about finals. Yeah. Not, it's obvious. That's, a, that's a, an obvious statement. And people, that's what the fans and I'm, I'm assuming everybody within our organization wants. But I think there's pillars that we have to accomplish to get to that. So I'm not really worried about finals. I'm worried about making sure that we're a better defensive rebounding team. I'm, I'm making sure that we're a better transition defensive team. I'm making sure that we don't turn the ball over as much as we did last season. And if we co- accomplish those pillars – then we'll get to finals, Yeah. right? And so um, we need to take care of the small details instead of looking at the big prize at the end, which is it's sitting there, obviously. But if we take care of the details, then we're going to be in the fight. There's a lot of great teams out there. And uh, the last thing to that is, like, we need to get healthy and then stay healthy, yeah, good right? Goal. And so if we're, if we're able to do that and take care of these details, then – we're going to give it a good crack, and it's going to be interesting. Jesus, the season felt long to us last year. Did it feel like that for you? I, I bet it was. And then you had COVID protocols on top of everything. So the COVID protocols um, that w- that hit us twice, um, obviously the season being extended, um, in terms of myself, and everybody has a story to tell, like my life was um, at the apartment, go to the arena, maybe go to the grocery store, maybe go and go back to the apartment. And then that was it. You know what I mean? And so that was a circle every single day. And then we would have our games. And so it's good to like COVID is still out there and it's still serious, but it's good to be able to get out and, and and just go for a walk and enjoy like going to a restaurant and things like that. um, While the season's going on, obviously the season is back to normal. Um, you know, finishing up at the end of February or the beginning of March. And so everybody's pretty excited about that and just getting back onto a normal schedule, an NBL schedule. What about your – I mean, this competition is growing in popularity once again yeah. and profile. Your ownership additions, is that, is Vernon Davis new to the ownership group like this year? Um, an NFL yes. six-pick yeah. draft pick in 2006 to the San Francisco 49ers now owns the Bullets. Yes, yeah, so he's now jumped on board as a, another owner. Um, Jason Levin, I would say, is our main uh, owner, but um, we've had other guys jumping on, and so it's just it's a testament to what the league is doing. Um, kudos to Larry and Jeremy that put us in a position to grow and have eyes on us, like ESPN, 
Um, there's a lot of things that are going on within the league, and it's because of Larry and, and Jeremy and then the owners around the league and, and just promoting the game. And basketball's not going anywhere. <laughs> yep. It's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And there's a, a lot of NBA eyes on us, which is obviously the biggest league and most popular league in the league, uh, in the world, sorry. Um, we have preseason in Darwin. I've had a number of scouts calling, NBA scouts calling and saying that they're going to be coming out and, and watching Jeez. us in, in Darwin. So, And this isn't a preseason. This is not even regular season, right? And so <laughs> it, it, it's, it's an amazing um, situation that's going on right now. And um, I would say this is started about four or five years ago, um, and it's just been growing. The Next Stars program, um, yeah, it's Bogut in Sydney when, when he came, now Bainsey. Um, so there's just a lot going on. There's yeah. a lot going on, and it's a uh, good time to be part of uh, the NBL. Have we got Big Louie again this year? Sorry, excuse have me, say again. Have we got Big Louie again this year? <laughs> no, Big Lou. Big Lou has left. Oh. Um, great, great kid. Great um, kid. He came to work every day. I think the, the hardest thing for him was, like, the NBL is a fast league, yeah. right? And so if you're seven five, right, and – um, his size was great, but when you got these other guys just running up and down the floor constantly, right? Like you just, it, it was just too quick for him. Um, and saying that when he came from when he came till the end of the season, he improved greatly. And um, this past year, now I think he's in Manila now or the right. Philippines. Yep. Um, he's getting an opportunity to play minutes there, which is which is what we wanted for him. And so um, I think Brian Gorgian is coaching him actually. Okay. So. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a good it's, it was good it was a good situation for him to grow. Um, he came from China, where he didn't speak any English whatsoever. Yeah. He left Brisbane, being able to communicate and speak in English, <laughs> and then improve in basketball. So, um, great learning experience for him. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like Queensland English, anyway. <laughs> 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 All right, hey James, might be the last 100%. time we chat. Um, you've got yeah, a you've got a great bit. list and uh, expectations uh, as always at the start of every season high, but uh, we're really looking forward to this NBL season with the Bullets. James Duncan, head coach. Thank you very much, mate. Really appreciate your time appreciate, today. Appreciate it, guys. Have a good one out there. Okay, you too. Hey, it's uh, just it's almost seven eighteen. Breakfast with Pat and Heels on six nine three SENQ. Traffic and weather together. Starting at Holland Park West this morning, there are emergency roadworks affecting the inbound lanes on Logan Road at Birdwood Road. At Springfield Lakes, there's some planned roadworks affecting Springfield Green Bank Arterial. At Goodna, there's also some roadworks affecting Smiths Road and uh, congestion as well building this morning on the Gateway Motorway at Mackenzie, the Centenary Motorway northbound from Dara to Jindalee, as well as the Pacific Motorway northbound from Tanamira to Slacks Creek. And the Bruce Highway around Mango Hill and Marumba Downs also experiencing some congestion. Today's forecast, mostly sunny for the day, then a possible late shower or two. We're heading for a top of 25 degrees. Sunny tomorrow with a top of 21. Right now it's 14 degrees. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Come.